The good news is that you don't need to sit down and read the Bible from cover to cover in one massive chunk. All you need to do is read it one bit at a time. G'day everyone, my name is Mark Schroeder and welcome to Schroeder's Bible Bits. I'm a college chaplain and my job is to teach children and youth the wonderful truths that are found in God's Word, the Bible. I speak at chapels, at youth services, at church services, I teach at kids clubs and lunchtime Bible groups. Uh, At all of these places, I always teach from the Bible because I'm convinced that from the Bible, we get to learn about God and how He has loved us and how He has saved us through Jesus. Tune in and continue to learn about Jesus for yourself, not in one chunk, but bit by bit. G'day everyone, welcome to another Chapel podcast for you on Schroeder's Bible Bits. Um, This next one, we're going to be reading uh, Luke chapter 9. This is a turning point for Jesus. Uh, Right now, we're going to see how Jesus turns his face towards the cross. He is intentionally on the road to the cross. He is on his way to die to change everything for us. And so the question is, are you on the kingdom road with Jesus? Are you going to live a life with Jesus, a life with through Christ. Uh, This chapel talk is done uh, online um, because of COVID, and so just excuse the fact that uh, it is a recording uh, of me um, rather than like a live presentation in a live audience. Nevertheless, hope you enjoy it. G'day, Senior School. I want to ask you, are you on the kingdom road with Jesus? Are you currently living a life through Christ? Maybe today is the day when you choose to follow Jesus, to live his way, to walk his way. In Luke's gospel, at the moment, we come to a point where Jesus literally turns and changes direction. Jesus has been living a big life at the moment here in the gospel of Luke, doing lots of teaching, lots of preaching and revealing himself to everyone around him, saying that he is the one that has been promised. He is the Messiah, the Christ. He is the King. In Luke chapter 9, the Bible says that Jesus resolutely turns his face towards Jerusalem. Think for a moment, what's in Jerusalem? What's going to happen in Jerusalem? Why would Jesus be so resolute about going there? Well, simply in Jerusalem, that's where Jesus is going to die. That is where Jesus is going to die on the cross to take away the sin of the world. Here in Luke chapter 9, Jesus stops. He turns his face towards Jerusalem and he walks down the road with his disciples through Samaritan villages. As we look at this next section today, consider for yourself, are you on the road with Jesus? Are you on the kingdom road with Jesus? Are you walking his road today? Let's read from Luke chapter 9, verse 51 to 62. This is what it says. As the time approached for him to be taken up to heaven, Jesus resolutely set out for Jerusalem and he sent messengers on ahead who went into Samaritan village to get things ready for him. But the people there did not welcome him because he was heading for Jerusalem. When the disciples James and John saw this, they asked, 
Lord, do you want us to call fire down from heaven to destroy them? But Jesus turned and rebuked them. Then he and his disciples went to another village. As they were walking along the road, a man said to him, I will follow you wherever you go. Jesus replied, foxes and dens, foxes have dens and birds have nests, but the son of man has no place to lay his head. He said to another man, follow me. But he replied, Lord, first let me go and bury my father. Jesus said to him, let the dead bury their own dead, but you go and proclaim the kingdom of God. Still another said, I will follow you, Lord, but first let me go back and say goodbye to my family. Jesus replied, no one who puts a hand to the plow and looks back is fit for service in the kingdom of God. Jesus is walking down the road. He's walking the kingdom road. He's walking to Jerusalem, to the cross. And we've got to ask right now, what's it like to be on the road with Jesus? What demands does Jesus put on his followers, on his disciples, on maybe you, on me? Well, in Luke chapter 9, we see firstly that Jesus puts the demand of compassion and forgiveness for his people. His followers, the people that are on the kingdom road with him, ought to be marked apart as being those who are compassionate and forgiving. We see that here in the Bible as Jesus sends messengers into a place called Samaria, to the Samaritans. You see, the Samaritans were the enemies of the Jewish people. They were originally part of the whole nation of God's people, but after they were divided into two kingdoms, the Samaritans did things that the other kingdom, the other Jews, that they didn't like. And so there was this question about who were the true Jews, who were the good guys? And so the other Jews who weren't the Samaritans, they effectively called them half-bloods. If you like Harry Potter, it's sort of like when they call somebody who's not a full wizard a mudblood. The Jews saw the Samaritans as mudbloods. And so they really didn't like them. They hated them. They didn't want them anywhere around them. But the thing is about Jesus. Jesus gets his disciples and he intentionally sends them into the Samaritan villages to prepare a way for Jesus. What's sad, though, is that when they go into the Samaritan villages, the Samaritan villages didn't want them anywhere there because they knew that Jesus was on his way to Jerusalem. And so they tried to send them away. Now, two of the disciples, the sons of thunder, they decide that it's a good idea to suggest to Jesus that they call down fire from heaven on the Samaritans. Could you imagine that? You see, they knew their Old Testament and they knew that when there were other times that prophets and guys were, were rebuked or treated poorly by outsiders, that sometimes there was fire from heaven that was sent and, and it would burn them up. And so the disciples were like, let's do that. Let's get fire from heaven, Jesus. That's a good idea. But Jesus actually rebukes him. He goes, no, that's not what we're going to do. Jesus says, if you're going to walk this kingdom road with me, you've got to be marked out by compassion, by forgiveness. And so Jesus rebukes them, don't do that, show compassion and forgiveness. The other thing for Jesus' disciples, if they're going to walk this kingdom road with Jesus, they need to be marked out by complete commitment. It's hard to follow, isn't it? Sometimes it can be really hard to follow something, especially if you're not completely committed to the cause. Maybe you might liken it to a subject that you really don't like. 
And because you don't like it very much, it's really hard to commit to studying for it in comparison to other things that you like. When you like something, it's easy to commit, isn't it? Well, actually, even when you like Jesus, even when you think being a Christian is going to be a good thing, I want to say that it's hard. It's not easy to follow Jesus, and Jesus knows that himself. Jesus urges his followers here in the Bible to be committed to him and to endure hardship to follow him, to walk his kingdom road. And so Jesus says that foxes have dens and birds have nests, but the Son of Man has nowhere to lay his head. There's no comfortable place to settle down when you're following Jesus. The reality is that if you follow Jesus and you walk his, his road, it's, it's going to be tricky. It's going to be difficult. It's going to be hard. But nevertheless, Jesus calls us to follow him, to live his kingdom way. Sure, it's going to be difficult. Sure, it's going to be uncomfortable. But it's an uncomfortable challenge to be followers of Christ. The other marker of a disciple here for Jesus' disciples is to be urgent, to have a sense of urgency about the kingdom that Jesus is bringing in. You see, life is short, Jesus says. And because life is short, we need to proclaim the kingdom of God, the good news kingdom. Even when it goes against popular culture, Jesus says, follow me. Now for us, Popular culture is very different than what it was for the disciples back here and then in the Bible. And so Jesus talks about this guy that says, Jesus, I'll follow you, but first let me go and bury my dad. Let me go say goodbye to my family, says another guy. But Jesus says, no, there's no time for that. The time has come now to proclaim the good news of the kingdom, that the kingdom is open for everyone. So get busy now. Be urgent in proclaiming the gospel. For us... Well, it might not be about burying people like Jesus has discussed here in the Bible or just saying a nice goodbye. But for us, sometimes we think, you know what, I don't need to follow Jesus today or I don't need to talk up about Jesus today because I've got other more urgent things. I've got to study for an exam. I've got to write an essay. I've got to hang out with my friends. I've got to watch Netflix. I've got a series that I need to get through and binge. I've got books that I need to read. There's so many wonderful things in this world that we want to be involved in and that's good. But we need to be more urgent for the kingdom of God, says Jesus. The kingdom of God has come. And so we need to get busy and we need to proclaim the gospel. Secondly, as well, as we think about being completely committed to Jesus, we can be urgent, but also Jesus says that we've got to show no regrets. If you choose to follow Jesus today, don't look back and regret that decision. If you've been following Jesus for two or three years, maybe five years, or maybe since you were a kid, don't look back and go, I regret being a Christian, or what would it be like if I wasn't a Christian? Have no regrets. Jesus says, anyone who pushes the plow doesn't look back, but they look ahead. We're going to be the same when it comes to working for the kingdom. Don't regret the work that we get to do with Jesus. There's a guy I want to tell you about. His name was William Borden. Now, he's a guy from the 1900s. Uh, but the thing is about this guy, he was rich and he was very highly educated. This guy, he studied in some of the best universities. But you know what he decided to do? He decided to follow Jesus. He decided to follow the Jesus Kingdom Road. 
And as he did that, he made the commitment to become an evangelist, somebody who taught about Jesus in China. And as he went to China, he was able to be very busy in good gospel ministry. He also went to Egypt and he taught about Jesus there as well. And before he did that, he gave up hundreds of thousands of dollars. He just donated it to Bible colleges. He was a very rich man, highly educated, who gave it all up to follow Jesus and to live for Jesus, even in far off places, like I said, like China and Egypt. Sadly, William, he got cerebral meningitis and he got very sick and he was dying because of this disease. On his deathbed, he was writing some notes and something he wrote in his notes I've got here on the board, he wrote, no regret, no reserve, no retreat. See, this guy decided that he needed to follow Jesus. He needed to be marked out with compassion and forgiveness, with complete commitment to Jesus. He needed to have a sense of urgency for the kingdom of God that Jesus has brought in. And he gave everything up to follow Jesus. But for him, he had no regret. He had no reserve and he had no retreat. He had spent his life living a life through Christ. Jesus had done it all, and so he travelled everywhere to share the good news of Jesus. I wonder if you would do that today. I wonder if you would choose today to travel along the road with Jesus, to be marked apart with mercy and commitment. Jesus demands that of us as his followers. To live a life through Christ is to live a life full of mercy, to be tender-hearted towards one another, to be compassionate, to be forgiving. Jesus even says to love your enemies. If you want to know what that looks like a little bit more, if you read on in Luke chapter 10, you'll discover a story about a good Samaritan, a guy who looks after his worst enemy. And Jesus says that that's what we need to do, love God and love others. Jesus also says that we need to be committed, committed to him, to accept hardships, to cultivate urgency, to live a life through Christ today with passion and enthusiasm. And so to go out and to preach this good news about Jesus, to tell your friends in your house tutor, your mates in your class, your peers out in the playground, to live out the good news of Jesus, to preach it while you can. Don't wait for tomorrow. Follow Jesus today and share the message of Jesus today. Focus on Jesus and his eternal kingdom, which has been brought for everyone. You see, following Jesus, walking Jesus's kingdom road, is about living a life of mercy and compassion. And after all, that's how God has dealt with us, isn't it? He's shown us great mercy and great compassion. He's been completely committed to us. He's been urgent for us and he has sent his only son for us. Remember John 3:16, For God so loved the world that he sent his only son, that whoever would believe in him would not perish, but will have eternal life. That's how committed That's how urgently God has pursued us. Broughton, today is the day of no regret, of no reserve, of no retreat. 
Today is the day where you have been reminded that Jesus resolutely turned his face to the cross in Jerusalem and he went to the cross for you. So today, don't be reserved. Step up and follow Jesus today. Walk his kingdom road. And the promise is that when we walk his kingdom road today, well, we get life, don't we? Eternal life. Life with God forever. So I asked you this question at the beginning, and I'll ask you again now. Are you on the kingdom road with Jesus? Are you going to live a life through Christ today? As you leave your house tutor this morning after watching this little chapel video, I'd love you to think about how you can be part of the kingdom that Jesus has brought in today. And secondly, how can you be a proclaimer of this kingdom today? Thanks for listening, everyone. You can get in contact with me via Twitter at MRKSchroeder or on the Anchor app, you can actually leave a voice message. I'd love you to do that and I might include it in the next podcast. Catch you later.